It's funny when I come up here, the energy is so loud, prominent, that I have to let it settle and it never really goes away and I think that's why I leave quickly, <laughs> is to relieve it. Um, but I, I can see why I cannot see that space is a concept. Hmm. I can see that it is intellectually, but really I can't see it. Okay. And it's because I think that the body does the same. I think there's identity in the body, and therefore I cannot, can't wipe out space. You know, it, it simply can't be seen. And when I sit with raw experience, it's clearly seen that I don't actually experience a body. There's simply those pure perceptions. Yes. Which just as you leave that, become labeled as hearing, bird, distance. You know, as you add it on and on and on. And yet, the belief that I am a body or I'm in a body is, it's deep. I mean, it's so... I can't see around it. Um, so I see dead bodies all the time. I'm a hospice nurse and I, I see the difference, so to speak, between a live, what we would call a live body and a dead body. And it seems that there's an animation animating principle, if you want to call it. I don't really know what to call it. That's just another word. In one and not the other. And so everything I've been taught and certainly everything I've learned and picked up reinforces that it's the eyes that see and the ears that hear, you know, and the, the skin that feels. And yet even when I rest, which it's such a rest in that pure perception, is it only the mind that sees it differently? Is it only 
because I can rest in it. Maybe it's just that any going out from that is going to be the mind, no matter what. Even resting in it is the mind. Even resting in it, because there's somebody resting. (laughs) (laughs) Can there be pure perception as a happening in consciousness without somebody perceiving it? I'm sure there is, but it's not seen that way. Okay. It has. It is seen that because there doesn't feel like a person, uh-huh. but it feels like something. Something is a bad word because it makes it an object, but there feels like something that, not even that makes decisions or goes places, but that knows of these things. And and when you pull it back into that pure place, it's not even knowing of those things. Yes. But yet it still feels like something is... The knower, I guess. Which would... Does it know? Or is it just... Well, it doesn't know. Right, it doesn't know anything. It's just just knowing. Yes. Because everything that would be known changes. Yes. Any known... Gosh, nothing stays. Uh Ever. Only that, and I guess maybe I'm just labeling it as something. Yes. How do yes. I see past that? I feel so. Can it be just the functioning of consciousness without it being an objectified thing more than consciousness? Consciousness is an objectification, but it's kind of like the primary one. If it's, if it's just pure consciousness doing its thing, then, then it doesn't know it's doing its thing. But, but as long as there is something there, call it presence or call it something, it's, we're in duality, we've already got the subject-object running. Okay, so, so prior to subject-object, there's pure consciousness. Right? That, that, where all that exists is just pure perception. Before the labeling mind, before duality kicks in, there is that layer of pure consciousness. Now, pure consciousness can be the knowing of pure consciousness does not include the knowing of it as an object. Pure consciousness is just the subject. There's only the subject there. And is that the knowing? There's knowing. Nothing known, nobody knowing. It doesn't know anything but pure knowing, pure perception. Subject only. So I really, I really am still seeing a subject. I really am. Uh, You're seeing subject, object? Can you see just subject? 
it's hard to say because I, I, when it when it's pure perception, there is no object, but it feels like it's there's something. I'm hooking onto something. Yes. The naming of something. I know it is the problem here. It's like it's the mind just grasping. Yeah, you're saying it's something, and that very decision is the thing that's brought it into duality now of subject object. There's something there, but there's something there. The consciousness is okay, and mind gets close to it. And I know it's language, but 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 it's more than language. Something is is kind of, it, mind is saying there's something there. It's like no, there isn't something there. There isn't. But it's like it, there's still a filter imagining that it must be something because there's a sense. There's a sense, but this, but but look more closely and let let the sense show you that it is subject only. I don't know if I'm making any sense. Am I? Yes. Okay. Good. Before the mind, there's just that. It's only the mind that says there's something. Yes. And it's just another thought. At yes. Least. That's yes. all it is. Yes. And it can only do subject to object, you see? Now, that which is aware of pure consciousness, as pure consciousness, is consciousness being aware of itself. It's not the labeling mind. That's where I'm pointing to. mind wants to own it. Yes. Can only do so by labeling it and intellectually understanding it. Right. Uh-huh. That's my MO. Mm-hmm. I want to know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is the one who needs to know, wants to know, has to know, I'm tired of wanting to know, sick of wanting to know, I'm going to give up knowing, and then as soon as I turn around, it's like, but I really need to know. <laughs> I really need to, this is, this is what's, so if that mind with the desire to know is dropped, there is a capacity for consciousness to know itself. And it feels like there's been a real seeing through of thought and the mind, and yet it just gets subtler and subtler. That can go on for infinity. Yeah. Can consciousness be aware of itself? So it, that's already the case. Okay. But then everything gets superimposed. Yes. 
for the superimposition. Hang out there. Which is really just not knowing anything. The mind will say this. not the, the, the regular intellectual faculty that's at play now. That has to give up. It can't go. It's the, the knowing where there's nothing to be known. Subject only knowing does not use regular conscious mind. Oil and water. They don't touch. They don't need Trust is needed. For the mind to lay down and seeking, searching for answers or what's the trust needed for? To give up wanting to know. It seems like that's been the that's the identity. It's always been the identity. And whatever, wherever, whatever, wherever. Too much to say, but the knowing is as simple as that. Just that. Mind can only know concepts. And there's a very fine, fine layer of, I don't know, consciousness that is like, that is the pregnant with conceptualization capacities, pregnant with potential, and, 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 and mind isn't there yet, no, mind, mind comes out of it, mind is superimposed on it, but there is a capacity with which consciousness knows itself, and as consciousness it is possible for the brand of form to know that, but not with the mind, that tool is obsolete. You can't go there, it's prior to where the mind comes out of. 
ici. So it's simpler, it's purer, it's more obvious than the nose on your face, but you can't get there with the mind, and mind will try its hardest. It has been. Mm, sure. Sure. It's got to prove to itself that it's got to surrender. That's really what surrenders, you know. It's like, I can't get there, I can't. It just has to realize that it, it can't cut that one. It has to know that there's a place it can't go. So the knowing cannot be owned. It doesn't make sense for pure perception to be known by somebody. I know pure perceptions like, no, that's a whatever, paradox. It's a whatever the word is, oxymoron, or whatever the word is. Thank you. Earlier, there was a glimpse of something when you were talking to Joan. And this mind wants to grab onto everything. Um, so there's has been a scene for, I don't know, since the last retreat, of you know, whatever, unity consciousness, that everything is made of space. Space appearing is everything. And the mind has compartmentalized it, sort of like the personal Tammy you scared of dying, and then that seeing that everything is the same, and then beyond. But you asked Joan, Does space exist? Mm. And 
I thought the answer was yes right away, and then I realized I don't know. Mm. And then I realized that it doesn't exist. Mm -hmm. And for a moment, it was like the whole thing collapsed and opened up on it. It was like, if, if there's some kind of seeing that it's that everything is made of space and including this body and then there's a seeing that there's that space doesn't actually exist it's not like there's everything that's space and then prior to it's like it's all it's like it does the space doesn't it's that it doesn't even, it's that the body doesn't even exist but it feels like this is not grounded or like it's a passing or like it's mm-hmm. you think it's a glimpse rather than it being completely in your belly like yes. total annihilation of so what, what happens normally is normally <laughs> there's a glimpse the mind oh loves it and starts replaying it, yeah. making it, making it into concepts. Yeah. And so I saw that start to happen. Yeah. And it's like, no, it's not going to become a concept. Mm-hmm. But then the mind, I think, I think it's like it's doing that because it's a glimpse, because it's not grounding. And I was thinking maybe <laughs> you could help it ground or something. <laughs> So you're trying to grasp it by not grasping it. <laughs> <laughs> it's only mind that's going to try and grasp this. It's only mind that imagines that something is to be gained by the seeing of how the matrix works. But the mind is uh, threatened by this. So. It wants it. It wants it and it doesn't want it. It wants it because it thinks there's an advantage in it. It wants it because it thinks, oh, right then, there was no fear of death. There was a seeing that the body isn't even here. How can it die? Yes. And so then it wants to grab it. Yeah. Because it wants to, it doesn't want to be scared of death. And yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Okay. But there isn't a state of being fearless for somebody. Because in that glimpse, as you just said, even space, the body, none of it exists. So there's nobody there who enjoys not having that fear, huh? Grasping it just entertains the mind a bit more. Wanting to embody it is just the mind taking over again. So it's just letting it be something mm-hmm. experience. Mm-hmm. And not putting it in the spiritual experience category, you know? Okay. You know? One thing that can be done is that the mind can be conditioned influenced by the seeing in some way. 
And it does help the burn out a little bit. But if this is done in a grasping way, it won't work. But a sentence from that can be used repeatedly. You know, this body is space. Space doesn't exist. Something like this. That happened. Space doesn't exist. Yeah. It's sort of been running. Yeah. This is useful. That's as much as you can do, but with no grasping. It's just, just get, get a loop going. It's just balancing out something that was a lie. It's almost like an affirmation. You know, it's just balancing out something. But I mean, mind is a pretty basic thing also, so we can do this too. It just stops at running the other thing. It's not, it's not about buying the concept that space doesn't exist. It's not about that. It's about cancelling out what it used to believe till now. So if you can find that subtle frequency, yes, then space doesn't exist. Okay. It's cancelling out the, the, the concept of these categories of existence and non-existence. Exactly. Exactly. There's such a tendency to, to want to grab onto everything. To grab everything. Yeah, grasping mind, huh? Yes. And it's going to lose, you know. There's nothing for it to cling to. Only suffering. I think I just wanted to check in a little bit. Um, okay. um, it's really strange. Uh, past couple of days after we talked the first time about this monkey mind, I call it, it really hasn't come back. It was like I was thinking, I felt like a psychotic person who lost his voice. His voices, <laughs> the voices just stopped. I mean, it was just so. And it, it, it came, it felt like once I could acknowledge that it was memory sort of was very helpful in quieting the mind, so the mind has been much more quiet. Um, and then we talked about the sense of not having an anchor, an anchor and um, trying to see if I could find some place to ground. And I was, you suggested me trying to do the same sort of thing that I did with the mind, the monkey mind. And, and I realized with that, that I really, all I was okay just to say there was, that there is a body. And that seemed to just kind of soften the whole thing, that just there is a body. And sort of had a sense that as long as I acknowledge that, I'll find my, um, that will help with the uh, finding that authority. Okay. So I didn't, okay. I, I didn't really, it was interesting because I started to go into some sort of sense of <coughs> all the reasons why I, I, I didn't want to have a body. And then I said, you know, you don't need that because that's just more, it was just all kind of the loop of memory. It was all conditioned beliefs. And so I didn't really need that. And it felt, it felt like, okay. 
So I felt a little inner strength, something strengthening, which I didn't feel I had before I got here. So um, blessings for that. Um, and then I'm trying to think um, what I was... Uh, some of the questions were answered about pure perception. I'm sense of... Um, so if... if um, that's how to put this. If, if all the, you know, all that meant the mind is just ideas and concepts, I was, uh, there was a wondering where does action and talking and movement come from, you know, from what source? And you were talking a little earlier about pure perception, but so there's talking. There's, there's moving, but, but where? Where does it come from? It's like, who's talking? Who's moving? Who's getting from A to B? Um, nobody. Nobody. No. Energy moves. It's just energy moving. Is there, is it have a source though? Is it random? I mean, energy is, it's yes, just it's random. random. It's random? Mm-hmm. And it's imagined. Mm. The whole lot is imagined by itself. Consciousness is imagining itself into existence. Imagining the existence and then taking it as real. Mm. Well, see, this, uh, what's tricky is that I, I, I really have a very, what I sense, um, analytical, an understanding on some mental level. And I actually don't even sense that existence is real. I don't know where I, I, I you know, I, I was noticing any time that when I was going through my sort of a meditation, a sense of where there was stickiness, I said, that's just imagining. That's just where I, I have, like, I've taken an identification which is not, which yeah. is not real. Yeah. Um, but is there any truth or any truth that, like, okay, you know, you said, we were talking the other day about what is, um, the only thing that's real is where you're seeing from. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So is there any truth that's from where you're seeing from that gets, that is seen, you know, you know, not see, I don't know that that comes from uh, from talking, walking, you know, any of that. Is that there is any from where you're looking from is re, is real? Yes, but there is a gap between what is real and when the looking begins. Okay. 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 What is real and when the looking begins? So, the, okay. So what? So that gap. What about that gap? Okay, you see, what you are isn't doing the looking. There is nothing except what you are. Nothing. So, if it really was doing the looking, then, then, then there's two. There's ultimately two. There's something for what you, what is real to look at. There isn't actually two at all. There isn't even one. Right. Right. 
So, so the best way I can do to say is that there's a gap because it's almost like time and space then, the realm of time and space makes this consciousness ball of energy appear and the deeper it goes into itself, the more labeling there happens to occur, da 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 da, we have mind, we have me, you, and that's that. Okay, so, so as perception pulls back, okay, looking from is a great pointer. The looking towards comes from where? Where? Now, it, where is, is probably the best word because then we're, we're, it's almost like a place where the looking arises from. Now go to that place and drop the idea of a place because that's a location, that's space. Uh -huh. right? we're in, we need that gap just to have the subtle, the subtle concepts, the most subtle being space. Okay, so, so drop the, the where. Yeah, the location, because that's space. Okay. It's within space, huh? Okay. So prior to any concept at all, everything else is not real. I'll say that once more. So prior to that concept of space, Okay, so we're, we're dropping this. We're dropping that. Dropping this. Right, right. Prior to that. Yeah. From there, everything, nameable, seeable, labelable, is not real. Hence, we say, what is prior is real, but it's not phenomenally real. It's right. It's not the opposite of unreal. Right. Right. So, so let's just say, I'm not sure I'm, I'm really uh, understanding this, but in the sense of where you're looking from. Yeah. Or where is, am I saying that right? Yeah. Where you're looking from. Where you're looking from is real. Is we can say that, that, but there needs to be a refinement. It's a good pointer. Okay. Okay, and then you went on to say, okay, so, again, because that, that really, that, that pointer makes sense to me, where you're looking from. I yeah. really I resonate with that. I, I sit with it. I can say, that makes, okay, that's, that's the only thing that's real. But I, I guess I'm not sure. I'm a little stuck with it. But it's not real in space. So you said, it's Correct. right. Because any time you, when you touch space, that's when it becomes an appearance. Bingo. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. So where you're looking from is real. So does walking or movement come from where you're looking from? If you, if you take it to be phenomenally real, well, okay, you can say it comes from something, nothing. Well, not, not necessarily if you take it from, I guess the sense, I'm not taking, it's, it's like, I'm not taking appearance, it's appearance, that, yes. that's walking and talking is appearance. Yes. Yes. But it's the source, like, See, I guess I'm trying to distinguish, I guess for some reason, and I don't even know why it's important in the sense of, but it's like there's talking and there's walking, and, and I wonder if there's any, the source of it has any truth. The source, not necessarily the appearance. But, but isn't, isn't it an appearance that comes from the source? The appear yeah, the appearance comes from the source. Okay. So, this, and the source is true. The source is reality. Is it? 
Or is the source an appearance also? Okay, that's maybe that's what I'm... The source... Where you're looking from mm-hmm. is what I'm saying is the source. Okay. So that is, that has, that is reality. Is it? Is it? That, okay, that, that's what I'm asking. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. If we take the appearance to be an appearance, then it must come from something because that's the cause and effect and that's how they're the rules of the world. Huh? So then there must be a source if there's an appearance. But the source is part of the appearance story. It's a necessity of the appearance only. There is no standalone source because what, what would it be the source of? Because then that would be two. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. So, so, so walking and talking, like it, it seems that it, there's, there appears that the walking and talking, the, 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 they come from no mind. Like, like I guess the sense of it's they not from the source. The source, source is part of the the appearance too. You see, if the appearance had any reality to it, then its source would be independent. Would be an independent phenomenon. The source must be an idea within the appearance. It can't be outside it. Can't be. Because source of what? 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 The source is. I mean, it is, right? It's just... It, it's, it, it is. It's like reality. Like, like, like only they say, you know, the, only the self is real. Only the self is real. Okay. The self. Okay. So the self is the source. Okay. 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 It is from one perspective, but I'm trying to push it. I know. Keep pushing because I want to. I think I'm stuck here. I yeah. think I'm, I'm stuck, and I know I'd like to yeah. be unstuck if I could. Yeah, 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 yeah sure. Because okay. okay, So from one perspective, yes, there is the source. There's the the source of all. Everything comes out of it. Everything goes back to it. Can that source be absolutely real? I, I, I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure. I truly understand the question because there is an absolute. The, the self is absolute. Okay, so we're objectifying. No, no. It, it just is. The self is. Is it? Is it? Can <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I guess I, I, I wonder. Like, there seems to be some. Okay, this, this, there is. Only the self is real. Only the absolute. Like there, it, there seems to be what is the absolute. There is seems to. There appears to. Be, I don't know if I'm using the right. I'm mixing my words up now. But there appears to be an absolute. That that's the appearance. Well, I don't know. I, I no. I I thought that. I, I was thinking that there was an absolute in reality. 
it, but, but only that's but we but it's not an appearance. Then it's a pointer. What's the point? That that to say that there is an absolute in capital R reality that is not in the appearance. That's a pointer. That's a point. You'll find a shitload. Sorry to use my Irish phrase. You'll find a shitload of books that say, you know, the absolute is real and absolute consciousness and all that, and it's important to be free, absolute, because it's a pointer. Mm -hmm. But it's like, hello, we've gone to university now. That is a pointer. Okay, okay. That's only a pointer. Don't settle there. Don't rest there. Okay, that, I think that's where, okay. A pointer. So take, let's start with, okay, that's a pointer. Yes. Okay, so then, then what? Then, okay. Where to go from there? Uh, drop space, drop time, drop conceptual thought. Is there prior to, is there outside of self is real, absolute is real? Is there outside of that? I want to say yes. You know, I want to say yes. <laughs> you know, <laughs> your language now is really tricky. I, I, you know, I, I, I really sometimes I don't even know what I'm talking about anymore because it's like, uh, it's like. <laughs> yeah, it feels like that. It's a zone that's not conceptual thought. Right, it's, it's not, not conceptual. It, right. it, it's like I, I want to say yes, there, but I, I, I don't know what I'm talking about. That's it's, perfect. Okay, that's wonderful. No, the eye doesn't know what. Right. Conceptual mind doesn't know what we're talking about. Right. Okay. So, so can that be? Can, can the outside be without space, time, is, presence, being, reality feel to it, all of this stuff? Can you see that it must have no quality of any sort and not even have the absence of a quality? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Just don't, I, I don't know what that all means, but yes. yes. Perfect. Right. Okay. If you don't want to if you want to start no. like right. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah. good, good, because I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I'm really, no. I just, no. I sense, no, no, I okay. sense, all I can tell you is I sense it. Yeah. I sense, yes. Sure. Okay. Okay. The outside of all of it doesn't know about source. There is no appearance. There is no world. There is no life. There is no energy. You're nodding. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, I've also, I must, must confess, I have listened to your book a million times, so say that a lot in the you say that in the book so it's like and I've listened to it so many times that it's it's like it just makes sense okay. that's the thing is that's why I'm I'm resonating with it is because I it just yes yeah yes okay um, as long as it made sense and it's not brainwashing 
no, 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 no. It's yeah, yeah. it's just like I, I don't understand yeah. what I know. I just know something, and and that's why I'm here. It's because I know something. I just I don't. And and it's weird because it really has makes no sense to me. Yeah. And so that's yeah. that's why it I can't make sense. no. And 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 so there's a part of me that that or that there is the sense that okay, I can't make sense of it, and yet there's a knowing that that it's true. Yeah. And so there yeah. I am. That's it. Okay. And okay. um. So that other capacity of knowing, let that be center stage. The non-mind knowing resonance, whatever we call it. The, the, the part that's just nodding because mm-hmm. no word would, would work. Right. Let that be center stage. Without, without thinking, it's like oh, without, yeah, yeah no yeah, thought, yeah. I mean, no, 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 just the knowing, just, yeah. just knowing. Yeah. And I, and I think you said, and just rest there, right? There's a resting there, or what? Yeah, but that's even too much. Okay. It's like perception shifts. Is it the same sort of thing as like the, the self-inquiry, where you just say, who, who am I, like the same? It's... Sort of. Sort of. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means either. I mean, uh, you know, I, it's like there comes, I think that there comes a point when certain things, like you just, that, it's like it, they make no sense, and yet there's the knowing and, and, mm-hmm. and that mm-hmm. too. So. Mm-hmm. But you know, a shift comes whereby that absence of nothing, as, as I seem to be calling it recently, where that is the only thing that makes sense, mm-hmm. and the appearance is just. It's a cosmic joke. It's nothing, it's just a faffing about of colours and shape and form. Even that's too much labelling. So the absence of nothing. The absence. Yeah. Okay. Nothing. And then take nothing away. It's kind of... yeah. So the, the shift is. You see, from the who am I, and using those pointers, it's from the personal or the impersonal inviting a crack and, and either that which is outside of all of it becomes the centre stage or not, until you ask who next time. Because the I is like on standby, it's in abeyance, it's just kind of hiding around the corner. And as soon as attention rises up again, it's back on the I story, and then we do who am I again, okay? So what I'm talking about is like another gear shift, uh-huh. an upgrade of that, whereby that, that which is known but non-conceptually known, that which is but isn't being anything, that absence of nothing, the perception in manifestation 
that becomes center stage. Then the then the, the sherry character on the side doesn't isn't it's ridiculous for the sherry character to be inviting a crack saying who am I in order to get a smell of that of the only thing that's real. Of the only thing that's outside of all of it. It seems ridiculous. I see, what, uh, because th that's the Sherry character asking. Yes. And that this has nothing to do with this. This has nothing, nothing to, to right. do. There is no right. such thing as manifestation in the absence of nothing. Right. So, in the world of. Oh, so, actually, so that when we talk about pure perception, that, that's just the clearest sense of no eye in, 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 in appearance. In the appearance, very good. Yes. Yes. And so the body and whatever functions of the working mind will do pure perception. It just does pure perception. Sometimes labeling is needed, but there's no stickiness to any of it. It's just doing its thing. Nobody watching it, fixing it, sorting it, improving it. It's like it's just freewheeling. Just moment to moment. Yeah. Right? Just moment to moment. Yeah, and it's a sideshow. Because what you are is, is, is just all there is. And that's just that's the only thing that's center stage. So it's in the candy center stage. So, so you were, uh, I guess I sort of I mean just 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 knowing knowing that I, I don't know I, I, I feel feels very elusive like it is I, I don't know I don't know what else to say but sort of there's a knowing and then maybe a, a fleeting I don't know I'm not sure yeah. but yeah. a sense of how to there's anything to do around that at all. You said maybe try to just hang out in the knowing. But is there anything else that I, anything else? Not really. Doing, doing becomes a bit sticky here. Uh -huh. I, I, I do have a sense, I suppose, when, as you said, when we, you know, purpose of satsang is to know when you're not. So the sense of realizing that when I'm not, so that might help, but in the sense, because I, 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 I did get that sense of all the sticky stuff that comes up. That's that's not. I'm not that. Yeah. So. Yeah, you're not that. Yeah. So. Well, I don't know. I guess I just was wonder, wondering. See if Sherry can be a sideshow. Well, well, you know, in the sense of just watching. I mean, the sideshow. I don't know how to explain that. Having Sherry center stage involves identification. It gets relocated. Well, like watching a movie? I mean, yeah. yeah, well, yeah, like, like this. Like that. So just like you're in, like, watching a movie. Yeah, with peripheral vision. It becomes that soft. Mm. So it's, it sort of fades away. You mean peripheral vision, meaning that it's just kind of there, just in the background. Okay. 
as you say, let's see what happens, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah, thanks. Yesterday, when someone asked me to test the sound, I walked up here. Then by the time I sit down, I turn into like a toddler, you know, who doesn't know what to do, you know, with himself. Like, oh my God, who are these people, you know? Um, anyway, um, the thing I want to, to ask you is like, in the retreat, I know I noticed that I'm irritated with one person, right? And we don't even talk, you know. When we have a chance to talk on the, the first day. You're flushed with one person? You're Irritate. Irritated yes. by somebody. Okay. And we don't even talk. Mm-hmm. Even when you know, when we first started the retreat, mm-hmm. we had a freaking talk already. We didn't even talk about it. Mm-hmm. But that going on for a while. Yeah, name calling from my side, you know, to the person. And in silence. Yes. (laughs) And I'm like, what's up with that, right? It's like, if, you know, the person is such an asshole or a bitch or whatever, why am I bothered with it? So I'm like, okay, maybe that has something to do with me. So I withdraw the energy. I withdraw the energy posture, right? (laughs) Withdraw. And it's such, you know, peace, right? I mean, and then this morning, I noticed that sense of threatening that we talked about yesterday. That you know, that that, that part of me that feel threatened. And from the person, you know, that I pay attention to. And luckily, I saw that. So I'm like, okay, just stay here. Just stay, you know, stay here. And then I realized that the reason that I want to lock on with the person energetically is because the person reminds me of one of my parents, strong will, you know, dominant. So I'm like, oh my God. And it's such a relief of freedom, really, mm-hmm. to to see that and to be able to stay within. Mm-hmm. And I guess it's not a question; it's just like, like a report. Yeah. Um, on the first day in the evening, you ask volunteer to do, to hold the bell. I remember raising my hand, but somehow you didn't call. So <laughs> that evening, I'm like, oh, I raised my hand because what would be helpful. But being helpful because I want something after that. And, 
and during the silence they retreat so far that become apparent that this little hand that need desperate need attention and being helpful wasn't just being helpful selflessly you know just like yes. give me attention you know yes. acknowledge that I exist you know yes. and many times I want to go up here but it also coming from that you know that's an advantage of what I'm about to say right yes. so I have to hold myself back just just like no 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 Before the session today, I was resting in in this, you know, hall, and there was I realized part of my personality that I've been holding back. That what's your name? Yeah. Johnny. Johnny. That similar to Johnny, which is like I better keep my mouth shut because we really express that. <laughs> <laughs> All the same people would be destroyed, you know. But I didn't, I mean, I was tempted to do that, to, to let that, you know, be free, set it be free. But just the thought of doing that just made me laugh so hard. I was laying there laughing in silence, you know. It's like, whoa, such a freedom, you know. Anyway, um, the you know that inspiration that that we talk about to go to the monastic direction. I I have been sitting in and thinking about what I'm about to say is been recorded, <laughs> been recorded. Yes. What I'm about to say has been recorded. What I'm sharing in Sasak will be recorded. Yeah. What if my teacher sees this before? <laughs> if I make the decision whether that harm to become a monk or not. <laughs> and I'm like, oh. But you know, thinking about that 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 part of me, that 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 trait of personality that that I want to let go free. Mm. And today I'm like, what the heck, you know? I'm not to manipulate, you know, my, myself to be some way so that, you know, in favor of whatever, you know, happened in that direction. It's kind of funny, but, you know, um, I can't even sit meditate half lotus or lotus position. I had to sit on the chair and I can't sit long, you know, 20 minutes max, you know, I have to lay down. It's almost tension in the body. And we talk about anxiety attack from work, you know, fight or flight. That was part of it. The other part, the other anxiety kind attack was coming from the addiction. Like an alcoholic afraid that one day they don't make alcohol anymore. So I get stuck it up. You know? <laughs> so, afraid that, that one day there's what? They don't, they, people decide not to make alcohol oh, okay. 
anymore. So I have to stop it at buy, you know, store everywhere. Okay. It's like a fish afraid that there's no more water in the ocean, you know, something like yes. that. It's like crazy, yes. but somehow <laughs> that's an obsession mm. in me. And since we express about, since I express about the intention, you know, to the, to the monastic, there's a terror happened within the last month. At the end of the day, I couldn't even walk to the metro to go home, you know, because it just locked my body, I couldn't breathe. I walked, you know, to the metro about 10 minutes, and on the way, I had to sit down there on the side of the church there, you know, and just breathe and do this. You know, I couldn't even hold myself up. So, I'm not sure, I'm not sure, you know, I mean, I figure, well, this is what I got, you know, yes. and this is what I would go with, mm. you know, honestly, mm. and let that be whatever the outcome to be, yes. you know. Yes. I mean, think about ridiculous, <laughs> a monk who can sit and meditate 20 minutes, you know. So what? I know, I'm like... <laughs> Drop the ideas of how Han should be. Yeah, the if it's up to Han, become a monk would be the last thing Han would do. Sure. You know, but that's what the calling is, and and I'm ready for monastic. <laughs> would they be ready for me? You know, that's their problem. Yeah. I can imagine it could be a, okay. I would imagine it would be a, what's the word? A, re, a revolution or something. <laughs> you know, for me, I mean, to accept me to the, you know. But why? Why, why, why is mind imagining acceptance, rejection? What do they think? How will they, how come you're running this story? I guess it's from unworthiness, not accepting harm as he is. Yes. The only thing that happens is that harm needs to accept harm as he is. And yeah. then this loop doesn't run. Yeah. So what if Han gets panic attacks? So what if Han can't? Why does it have meaning if Han can't sit in a lotus position? So what? Why would it have any meaning at all? I guess my perception of being a monastic, you know, you sit in my day for hours, you know. I'm like, what? <laughs> Me doing that nobody. <laughs> You know, or me keeping my mouth shut, you know, then say stupid thing or make a joke, you know, all the time. <laughs> the other day, you know, I saw Susan 
gives some money to someone and I, I need to ask her for, you know, something, to borrow something from her, from someone. So I come to Susan and say, Susan, I know that today you give cash to participants, can I have some? <laughs> Susan would like giving, you know, but it's just like that, just come on. <laughs> Because in the beginning of this conversation, you were saying that you'd love to sit down there and just let this nasty side out, you know, and just blah, say something, but it would change the atmosphere, change the environment, whatever. And then when little snippets of the hand personality do come out, you analyze it. Huh? Yeah. It is it's, uh, it's a glimpse of what freedom would be, but I haven't really. Yeah. You know, there's a deep part of me that haven't really get that yet. Yes. So can I ask the audience? <laughs> 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 you know, have a, li a lifeline, you know, like ask the audience. <laughs>
in that monastic life. So it's, it's like there's, there's naturally this conflict because something wants to have phenomenal freedom and yet there's a movement towards something that will give you no phenomenal freedom yes. but an internal freedom. Which do you want? Do you want freedom for the personality? Honestly, honestly, there's no right answer here. What do you want? Do you want freedom for the personality just to, just to enjoy life and not be double-checking himself, doubting himself, or looking for affirmation, confirmation? Do you want freedom for the personality? Or is it time for inner freedom? I have to say that the there's a need to, to balance that, you know, to balance that. I mean, because there's a suppression of that trail personality, there's a tendency to, to balance it out by, by being free, set it set hand free, but in an environment like a monastic, I'm not sure how that works out. There's no phenomenal freedom, there's no personality freedom in a monastic. It's about inside. Yeah. So if you are looking for freedom for the personality, monastic is not a good idea. I don't even look to become a monastic, you know, it just happened. Mm -hmm. I'm like... But I'm asking what you want. I want to be free from my addiction, you know, from my, from the thing that, that, that tie me down. I guess that would be the first thing, and then whatever after that, you know. But just to be free from the addiction, just, you know. If I would have a chance to, to be, you know, serving others from that. That service place, you know. Uh, that would, that would go. Freedom for the personality is there, but it's not that such important to, to sacrifice 
what he would do, just, I would kill him without doing it, you know, so it's not like I have to do it. So, I guess that's, I mean, I don't have to suppress him, right, yes. in the monastic, but I have to watch, you know, what is the code of conduct yes. within the monastic. Yes. Right? I mean, I have a reason for that, for that, and yes. I, it's funny, you know, but when the inspiration was there, I read the precepts, and I'm, yeah. wow, this is wonderful. Yeah. But then the shit come, yeah. like, oh my God, this is such a prison, you know? Yes. But then I was looking at that, saying, you know, why? Why, why is the shit perception here, right? So I look at that as an opportunity to see why? Why does harm feel this way now, right? Yes. Why does it seem that this is like a prison? Yes. Like the precept. Yes. Serving some yes. purpose. Yes. So it was such a great thing to see that. Wow. I need to look into this, you know. Yes. Here's something that might be worth considering. Make a plan of spending two days doing stuff that is completely out of character for the hen personality. Completely out of character. Really make a plan. Write it down, the things you, 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 you need to do. Let's see if you actually need to do them or not. Sometimes the idea... That I want to do? Yeah, you might actually have to do them. You might, but you might not. Sometimes if we just accept the idea of, yeah, I'm going to let myself do these things, sometimes that's enough. And sometimes you physically have to do them. Because mm -hmm. then it's in the destiny, huh? Will you make a plan of all the things that the personality wants to do? You know within reason. I mean, you can't learn how to fly a plane in a weekend, okay? You know, but things you could do over two days of all the things that the personality needs to do to just feel free, so that the personality does its thing, has a moment of seeing if that really is freedom. The personality thinks that to be able to just not care and, and you know, say whatever comes and be funny without consequences, it imagines that this is freedom. You have to find out if this is freedom or not. You have to find out if this is the freedom or not. I see. Right, this moment, there's not much pull to do that either. I mean, it just seems like it's a concept or something. Mm -hmm. You know, it is. Yes. Yeah, I didn't seem to have a need to do that. Yes. I don't have a bucket list. <laughs> so it would be something I need to do before, you know. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not about that. It's not about fulfilling desires at all. It's about learning what is the nature of freedom for the personality. It's nothing to do with desires. Something is not understood about freedom for the personality. The personality wants to feel free and loose. So let's do a bit of work so that the personality does that, and then we find out if that's enough. 
Or was that just an idea that that would make me happy if I was free and loose? And what would it be like if that was achieved? What would come up then? Or would it be enough? This is worth finding out. It's not a bucket list. Do you see the difference? About that and bucket list? Yeah, bucket list is, is fulfilling desires. It's, it's, it's literally just going through desires that are the destiny of the body-mind. This isn't about desires at all. This is about the nature of freedom. And freedom in the world as opposed to internal freedom. Before you go to the monastery, freedom of the world is one thing that, that, that you could explore. But I would do it with a notepad and a pen first and really see what would this personality like to do to just just feel the, the, the freedom of, of being free from Han, the constraining parts of Han, the fearful parts of Han. Let that be had, play with it, let, let that come. Okay. Was last week, I think, from where I walk, there's a metro stop where I get off. And there's a guy who stands in the top of the exit, preaching every day without a speaker. He has a good voice. And I would think about to say to him one day, like, fuck up, shut up. Yeah. And I did last week. Did you? I walked with, walk with a friend at work. Yeah. And I just turned around and said, shut up, fuck off. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. And my friend looked at me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. In the at the moment, I was thinking about you know people, you know my boss or someone at work that might get you know the same escalator and just bust it out. So, I know. It's like wow. Yes, it's this kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's just like yeah, I feel like to do that, and yeah. I did. Yeah, I did. More of it, make a list of all the things that need to happen. So that the personality is looser. Otherwise, the constraints that are in the personality now will go with you to the monastery and you will perceive the monastery as a prison. Mm. But it's not a prison. It's directing you inward. But right now, the perception is that it can be a prison because you have a prison around you now. We've got mm. to get rid of the prison, or otherwise you're just going to see the same thing mm. as you're seeing now. Oh. You see? Yeah. Wow. You see? I great. didn't see that. Great, 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 great. Yeah. The, I guess the mind, once my trick is, one of the mind's trick is to do a lousy job as a monk. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you said, do a good job, do an honest job. I really appreciate that, really, because, you know, you try to get to do it, but actually not doing it. Mm -hmm. So, you know, just violate some precept to get kicked out or something like that, you know. Yes. But I'm, I guess I don't want to do that. I want to give no, it a shot. Give it a real shot. There's some preparation to do first. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, sure, sure. Let's have a cup of tea.
So um, a few things that are percolating in me, some of which seems to have been kind of set off by things that people brought up. Um, So I liked uh, Elliot's stories from this morning. There were the the crossing the Canadian border story um, made me think of my own conditioning, um, which may be a little bit different, but what it was is something like, you know, I'll be damned if I'm going to give those Canadian bureaucrats a thousand bucks of money that I'm saving for my kids' education and retirement and stuff like that. And then, of course, I, you know, there's a me in there and mm-hmm. all the things that it's defending and all that. And um, I know the pain associated with continued identification with that me. Mm-hmm. I'm tired of it. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay, is that better? Um, So I've been playing with, or wondering about, is probably more accurate, um, this whole notion of my will and thy will. Mm -hmm. Uh, And, you know, when, when we talked a little bit about the images of Jesus, I actually think that's a lot of, like, that's a pointer for me about surrender, Jesus is. Yes, yes, yes. Um, And I I get teary thinking about the example of that, like, that's that's meaningful to me. Uh So I don't, I, I still think I probably would, like, you know, write letters and send emails and stuff, you know, but I don't, I don't know. To, to the Canadians. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Um, yeah, and, and who knows if it could be done from such a way of just letting the Tony character do whatever he's going to do without having to identify with him doing it. Mm. <laughs> Sounds like I have my cake and eat it. I want a little bit of justice, but I, it's the fine because I'm not identified with the character. The character wants justice. Is that, is that what you're saying a little bit? Maybe. Okay. Maybe. Can you smell that? It's only Elliot's funny. <laughs> Well, when you put it that way. <laughs> I see your point, but I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I don't really know what to do with that. Okay. The desires of the character can only be present when there's identification with the character. Right. So the Tony character wouldn't bother his barney initiating some kind of communication with the Canadian border because he wouldn't have the desire for it. He, well then what, why do I even go to work? Do you want a reason? <laughs> you know, what, I mean, the, the same thing that motivates me to go to work might motivate me to send letters. You know, mm-hmm. and it could be 
It could be desire or it could be the universe. I don't know. You don't know the difference? You need to be able to know the difference. What's coming to me now is that actually the universe is going to do whatever it's going to do and the desire is just superimposed yeah. on that. All right. Nip the desire, and you'll find that the universe won't use the character for things that would normally have been motivated by desire, like kicking up a stink with the Canadian word. Behavior will modify. It'll become less predictable. It'll, you know, it'll just do its thing. So I guess where the you know the original question had to do with trying to get clarity around thy will, is it a matter of dropping desire and then thy will reveals itself? Bingo. Okay. Bingo. Yeah. Okay. So the other thing that's coming up, you know, I've I've said a couple of times that the discussions about space and time and all that kind of stuff, you know, I don't really get. I'm actually starting to get it conceptually. Mm, great. You know, well, I don't know if it's so great or not. Oh, I mean, it feels like the booby prize, you know. Uh, why do you have this hierarchical thing going on about well, why, getting you know, stuff and not getting stuff? What's, what's... Well, I, can, I can try lands. to unpack that. Yeah, yeah, it lands when it lands, you know, so what? There's no race, there's no grades here, you know, there isn't a... There's some impatience when um, we're talking about space and time and like beyond the whatever, yeah. the absence of nothing and all that. Yeah. Like when Sherry was up here and we're asking her stuff, I actually could say what the answer should be, you know, it's like, so what, you know. Um, and. But that I smell a rat. Okay. Because unless somebody, if if they're answering from their from from what, what the answer should be, it's like it's, I'm not interested in it. It's a conceptual answer. Yeah, I'm not really interested in either. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, so what I'm naming is some uh, impatience and some sense that none of that really matters uh, here, yeah. unless. The like it's really gotten in my bones that the Tony character is not real. Like that's you know I have to get that first. Bingo. You know. Yeah, that's right. Good. Yeah. Um, let me see first. So what I'm getting from what you're saying is drop desire and focus what I'm focusing on in terms of the... Yeah, just be honest and work yeah. out from where you're at yourself, huh? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's, there's no race, like, there's no... A lot of, a lot of people, like, that there, there's satsang speakers who, who 
you know, who were doing this work for like 15 years longer than Jack is. And they know what I'm talking about. They, they don't know what I'm talking about. But, and they seen the truth for sure, but not in this way. They don't understand the matrix and the fine workings of it. Does it make a difference? Not at all. Well, here's, you know, here's one thing that hooks me a little bit is, um, so I can make use of self-inquiry, yeah. you know, um, and then you were talking to Sherry about this other thing, which is sort of kicking it up another higher gear, which is to focus on the absence of nothing. It's like, well, that'd be nice if I could do that, you know, um, and... But it wouldn't work because it would be conceptual. Right. Okay. Okay. So I'm basically confirming uh, with you that that. It's not your way. Yeah. Well, right now, it's not your way. And it might never be your way, and it doesn't matter. Because a lot of people bypass. Uh, like, it, it, the way Jack works is every, every, every as you can see, there's a, there's a personal response for everybody. Because it's wherever thinking is stuck, is it's what, what I hit, you know? So, or, or hit and miss, who knows, it doesn't matter, honey. <laughs> you know? So, 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 it, it, it just never ceases to amaze me how, how some people have to go through every single working of it, and some people completely jump over that. Seeing the truth is what it's about. That's what it's about. So taking somebody else's reply, Chew it, but if it doesn't really grok in your gut, drop it. So I don't have to, like it was appealing to me, okay, well there's a higher gear, like I want the higher gear, you know. Yeah, but, so, but what yeah. I hear now is there's desire, yeah. make that oh, yeah. desire, you see, yeah, okay. that's what I'd be after. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what's come up there is desire, okay, yeah. right, squash that. Okay. <laughs> I got it. Yeah, yeah. All right, thank mm -hmm. you. Sure. said the word satsang before Jan last January and um, I have never been to a retreat before I don't have a guru um, all I, fine so far? <laughs> is that okay? Yeah. Because I, I feel like I got to a calculus class when I had, <laughs> I had never taken algebra. <laughs> um, so here I am, and I, I don't know if I even have a question as much as just to say, okay for somebody that's just kind of, I jumped into it when I saw something on the internet, thought, oh, this is for me because that's kind of how I'm, what I'm like. So here, yeah, I'm here and um, I, I'm a little bit out of my element, but it's a good thing. I, 
Okay, it's a good thing. Um, and I'm getting, a, you know, the, the best thing you said is it's all bullshit because whenever <laughs> I think that, um, boy, these people are way far, farther ahead than I am. And then I say, oh, no, it's bullshit. So, um, so, I guess, um, <laughs> um, that's maybe all, although the thing about um, yesterday, S Susan did say before we started yesterday morning, she said, and will Colleen please see me after? <laughs> And I thought, oh my god, I'm going to be the first person ever kicked out of this. <laughs> <laughs> and then she started pulling out money for me, and I oh, my worst. <laughs> so now I'm back thinking that, um, that this is good. I'm getting things out of it okay. that... I um, I get some of it. Yeah. I don't comprehend a lot of the of the questions that some of you have asked, and and um, that's basically it. Okay. Any advice for somebody that's just chewing around the edges? Okay. So how come? When Susan said, Colleen, to meet me afterwards, how come some bad news was anticipated? How come that was taken personally and potentially negatively? You know, I, I think I, I was feeling so out of my element and out of my comfort zone here um, because it's all so new to me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I meditate, but I really didn't think too much about anything else as far as non-duality. I mean, those terms have been thrown around to me. I, um, but um, I, I, I'm probably happy, so, and I'm busy, and so I just kind of go through life being happy and busy and whatever, yes. and then when I'm totally out of my element, like I am here, Yowzer. Uh -huh. But yeah, you know, I did though the. Um, I, I even get joy out of saying it's okay not to get it. Yes. Yes. You see, everything and its opposite exists. It's yeah. getting it, but it's not getting it. Be and it doesn't matter, does it? None of it matters. It doesn't. None of it matters. Be uh -huh. fine with both. It's what needs to kick in before it doesn't matter. You see, you see, okay, there's getting it and there's not getting it. All right. Now, let's say you're in the gang that doesn't get it. And there's, so there's potentially a feeling of like, yuck, I'm in over my head here. Did I, did I, how did, how did I end up here? Or am I not getting it? What's going on? Okay. So let's say a bit of doubting comes in, something uncomfortable comes in. You can jump to, well, it doesn't matter, it's all bullshit, but that doesn't actually 
help in any way because the next time you're out of your head you feel the very same way and you'll have to use another concept to drop it. The way to help yourself and to, to break patterns of mind, that's what we're talking about, is how to break a pattern of mind that's not working for you. Now, I'm not talking about developing new patterns of mind that do work for you, I'm talking about moving towards the truth, to seeing who you really are. That's actually what we're doing, as you know. So, so when, when there is a pattern of like, whoa, out of my comfort zone, something isn't, something isn't quite right here. Instead of grabbing an idea of like, well, it doesn't matter anyway, it's like, okay, so can it be all right that I'm out of my comfort zone? Or is there something under threat here? Is there something that doesn't like this? Is there something that doesn't feel confident here? What's going on here now? How come this feeling is like a yuck? Or a yowza? You see, this is the work. This is what we're doing here. It's like, where is there suffering arising? Not to dismiss it, because dismissing it is inauthentic. It'll just park it and it'll come up in the next scenario. The thing is to unravel the thought process that makes you experience suffering. It's the bottom line for everybody. As a person un tries to unravel it, yeah. is, is there a stronger pull? Is, is my mind pulling me... Um, into things that usually I, like, uh, what I did think yesterday with that, that's not really too typical of me, and I keep thinking, wow, you know, be conscious, because my mind is really telling me here that I'm, I'm, I'm not good enough, kind of, to be here with, with all all of this. And usually I'm not, I, I don't think of myself like that. Yes. But one scenario is enough to highlight a mind loop. Doesn't need to be, the repetitious ones are really difficult to break. One scenario is enough. It's one scenario is enough. Yeah. yeah. One, if there's one exception of where suffering happens, that's that's a loop. If it's repeated, 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 it's a very sticky loop and it's going to take a serious bit of work to unravel it. Either way, it's what I'm after. Whether it's the only time in your life you ever felt in over your head, I'm after it. Uh huh. Because of identification there. Okay. You see? All right. It's thorough. This approach is thorough. Yeah. Okay. And that's the only way that. The way out stuff can be seen is because of the thoroughness of every step. Okay. That's the Jack approach. Uh -huh. Some just kind of say, oh, you know, whatever. I don't know what they say. You have to listen to other stuff. <laughs> but, but there's loads of different approaches. It depends on what suits you. But all I can do is explain how it works here. Uh -huh. You know? Okay. So any little sticky bit at all, even if it's a once in a lifetime, it's showing you some bit of thought process that's catching you, that's bringing about suffering. All right. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Sure.
got up to say that some talk about something that's been cooking this afternoon. But I don't know what what I mean cooking. Um, working on a level that uh, shaking me up. So I don't know if it's better to talk about it or not talk about it. I mean, you know, okay. <laughs> because it's, it's cooking now. But um, when you said earlier this afternoon, I think you were sharing your time, the source if there is a source, the source must be within the appearance. I had never mm. quite heard it in that context mm. before. Mm. Um, to me, you were speaking on the, well, I was getting it on the macro level. Okay, but something I was thinking about last night, this morning, whatever. Something I read maybe 20 years ago shook me up then and then shaking me up more today. And I think it's the micro level of that. Um, what I read was Again, I loved it then, and I love it more now, because it explains something. What I read was, every thought has within it the idea of a thinker. This, this, the source, or the apparent source, is within the appearance. Yes. So every thought has within it the idea of a thinker. Yes. So, I don't know where it came from, but, but um, I used to even talk about it. The, the picture that I get, I don't know if it's mine, or I don't know where it came from. The picture is um, a cat seeing its tail, a tail, chasing its tail. If the cat thinks the tail is something different from it. Yes. So the thought, the thought sees that part of it that is the thinker. But it's all thought. But within the thought, there appears to be a thinker. Yes. So it's like the cat seeing the tail yes. and thinking it's different than yes, it. Yeah. And then just made an hmm? You're an idea. Yeah. Yeah. And you're an idea. And that explains to me why you know why I think that I'm the thinker of thought. Mm -hmm. Because within every thought there's the idea of a thinker. Mm -hmm. There really isn't a thinker. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It, it, it just, yeah, there isn't a you downloaded thoughts. The you is the pot, is in the pot package. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. This is so This is so I have this I can 
keep reminding myself when I think I'm the thinker of a thought that no, it's the thought that's thinking me. Yes, yes, consciousness is dreaming you, another way to say the yeah, same thing. Yeah, but it, this is yes. even more powerful than that because it brings it down to the, yeah. to me from a micro yeah. level. Yes, yes, yes. Anyway, this is, you yes. said that I put the macro together with the micro. Uh-huh. There's a shake-up. There's a shake-up, I bet there is. Ha-ha! <laughs> is mind owning this? Or is it kind of re- doing a rewiring? You know, you know the way, you know the way... I feel like I'm being rewired. Oh, well, I mean, it's yeah. in here. Yeah, yeah, it's just doing it's something that you can't grasp. Yeah. It's not up here. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. It's really... Mm. Yeah. The shake-up. Doing an internal shake-up, yeah. That's all You can do anything you want to. Yes. <laughs> well, just um, two comments that were made that when I went home today to get the sound system, my husband wasn't expecting me till tonight. He said, oh, they kicked you out. <laughs> um, I said, no. He said, well, then bring home a diploma. Bring home a diploma. And in reference to Elliot crossing the Canadian border, when I was uh, much younger <laughs> and the border was much looser, I was hitchhiking with uh, my boyfriend. And they wouldn't let us across the border because we were on foot. Um, so we went about a quarter mile back, slept in the woods that night, and crossed the border about six in the morning when there was nobody there. But there were no cameras. Mm-hmm. So I was wondering if I should be sharing in that thousand dollars. I didn't know him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> personality and 
so that the this thought cycle of the fear of death, the fear of death, the fear of death, the body, you know, it's like this constant for six months trying to figure out where the body's dying from. <laughs> and um, <laughs> um, so there's, there was a questioning of, because it feels like there's a feeling on it, around it of when, when, when I go into the fear and try to relax it, there's a feeling of, but like time and my age and feeling like something isn't finished yet. Mm-hmm. And it was like, and I'm trying to figure out like, what's that belief? Is it that the personality hasn't, is it the person, is it that sense of the personality isn't finished yet or hasn't had any, hasn't really even formed fully yet? Or is it the deeper finishing or whatever? <sighs> At, at any rate, I was I was feeling this sort of well. If there was some way that the personality could be more free, yes, how would that be? What would that look like? Perfect. Yeah, it picks the right one. <laughs> so the only thing I came to, but it doesn't really make sense. It's, it's like, and and um, it's like the personality wants to be not. It feels like there's been a pushing for the personality to be more, for Tammy to be, the character to be special and better than or different than or... Okay. It's been going on for a long time. Okay. And it feels like, well, the personality maybe just wants to be simple and ordinary and not... Yes, happy days. Okay. Let ordinary be good enough. Yes. This has been one. Okay. I suggested an email to you. I don't know if I picked it up or not, but I kind of said it was an email. Maybe I didn't read it. Sick. <laughs> no, I think it did. Yeah, I mean, it, I think there was defensiveness. Yeah, sure. That's always the first layer, you know, yeah. when you hit on something, it's like, no, 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 that's not me. It's like, okay, we just tried another way. Okay, you know, eventually it's seen by whatever means, you know. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Well done, well done, well done. Okay. Fantastic, really. I mean, it feels very freeing. Yeah. Like, oh, she can just be, she doesn't have to be something special. No. And this drops goals, drops ideals, drops self-image. You watch the domino effect of this. So you just hold on to being ordinary. Ordinary is absolutely good enough. You hang on to that inside you, like you're pregnant with it. Ordinary is good enough. Let that be your benchmark. And it will take care of so many other stinky things that, that, that people 20 years older than you here are trying to hack away at. So if I'm okay with ordinary, yeah. then others will be okay with me being ordinary. Oh, okay. Who, yeah, it doesn't matter. Really? If and then it won't matter change, what they yeah. are. If your friends change, sure, you know, you'll always. They come and go, no? And, and as we change, friends change, you know? Yeah, there's been such a pressure. And I'm seeing it now. Yeah. It's constant. Yeah. 
you'll you, you find friends who are more real, you know, because there's something more real about being ordinary. And the people around me might already be fine with me being ordinary, but I don't even know yet. No, this is the experiment. Let's see. And be okay with either if they walk or if they come closer or if no change happens. Be fine with all. Don't take it personally. Don't take it personally. None of it. Okay. Give them the privilege to respond in whatever way works for them. You only have to work out what works for you. Since this is my first time at satsang with you, um, you said something that we have to take every step. Is that what you said? <laughs> you have to take every step, no. Okay. Um, no, because every path is different. But, oh, I see what you mean. But if, if there is something sticky, I'm not going to let you jump it. Do you know? Mm -hmm. but, but every step for you would be completely different to every step for Julia, for Tammy, for Veda. You know? Your every step is just yours. So there's no prescription about every step at all. And, every, and somebody else taking every step can completely bypass unity consciousness, can completely bypass some other understanding. Do you know? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's like being brutally self-honest about what is presenting as real for the Nazi character. We don't bypass any of those steps. Something, it's like the value of being authentic is still running in this Jack character. Do you know? Mm -hmm. Something about <clears throat> authenticity seems to be still, I don't, know, I don't know, I don't know even if it's held here, I don't know, but it seems to be a style of, of the Jack character. Human know? authenticity. Yeah, authenticity in your approach and your commitment and, you know? Yeah. So that's why the style works like this, you know? So jumping a step, it's like, no, you're kidding yourself. Don't do that to yourself. Okay, because I have to say that uh, your conversation with Sherry about going to um, the absence of nothing. Yeah. And this, that was the first time I had heard you speak of your experience of what it's like to, of what you experience now, that the personality is just a very small part. Yeah. It's so attractive. <laughs> For <laughs> it's so attractive for me. <laughs> but the me is the thing that dies. And then this happens. And there's nobody there to enjoy it, to experience it. You see? Okay, so it's attractive to me. That's because mind, the personal eye, runs the idea that, oh, something, is, something else is better than what I have now. That's the loop. 
I'm not interested in what the subject matter is of something better because it'll come up with anything. Ice cream for dessert will be better than no ice cream for dessert. I mean, it doesn't matter. But the loop is looking for advantage. Go after that loop. Something better than what I have now. Let this be as good as it gets. Oh, okay. Let this be as good as it gets. Okay. And it drops that subtle layer of desire of something better, something better, something mm. better. Okay. We've got that, yeah. Mm. Great, thank you. Yeah, sure. Uh, question. It's not really a question, but um, what uh, Veda brought up about, and and you were talking early that um, every thought points back to um, the thinker. As the idea of a thinker. Yes. So, I just wanted to hear more about that because um, I found that really helpful. Okay. <laughs> because. Um, this, uh, Carolyn, is a thought that's being held together by all these multiples of small thoughts. Um, and it's seemingly autonomous, but uh, it's just made up of all these thoughts holding the image together. Mm -hmm. So is, is it a constant, or does it get activated and deactivated? Well, I don't think anything is constant. So okay. it would have to be energy. It would have to be fluctuating when I'm asleep. Yes. So how does it get activated? Yeah, when... Uh, What's the mechanism that creates the activation? Well, consciousness would have to activate the whole process. Yes. We'd have to hold it, and then it releases it. Well, yes. it constantly releases itself, but there's enough thoughts there that the entity doesn't have to worry about disappearing as long as there's enough thoughts to hold it. Okay. Is, am I okay. going off? A little bit. Yeah. Okay, let's go more micro then. <coughs> so consciousness activates it and releases it. Yeah. Okay. Now, we can see that there's a few thoughts because they recur and they're pulled together and they're seen as the cocktail that creates the caravan. Right, the major ones. Yeah. yeah. There's only one running at any time. Yeah, Say that. There's only one running at any time. Is that true or not? I didn't think of it that way. I thought it was like a chorus. <laughs> multitude and I'm and it just makes this whole thing work okay I didn't think that it could just be one okay a uh, how could it be just one because mind can only run one thought at any moment right. mechanics mechanics yes mechanics. <laughs> <laughs> we're just not that sophisticated <laughs> We're, we're the most basic, primitive things. <laughs> it's that simple. Uh-huh. <laughs> why is it so strong? <clears throat> oh, that, that's nature. Yes. Yeah. So, yes, forget that. 
talking the other day, it compresses, you got nothing. Yeah. Yeah. But there might be a split second of where everything is possible, where it's all happened in one split second. Right. Yes, I can see that theoretically. I mean, that makes perfect sense to me. Yeah. Is that, it's just a, a... I love the term Shiva Shakti. It's just that potential happened, yes. and then, and but it never happened. <laughs> yes. All right. But the okay. I just needed to pull it out another bit. Yeah. Yeah. So then, to go back to where you started, is that the the every idea, every thought, has the within it. The idea of the thinker. And it's sequential, or it's, we can call it sequential, but it is time based. Time appear sequential. Yeah. Same with desire, it's got more potent. Desire, there is nobody who can have a desire. Desire always comes with an activated personal I as a thought that's in bed with desire. This is why I go after desire so much. 
say that it's not like there's the thought and then desire therefore has a partner. It's not like that. Des desire, the, the, the other side of the coin of the, of the idea. Uh, I, okay, here's desire. It's an idea, it's a thought, and it's a piece of energy, obviously. Yeah. The flip side of it has personal life. It cannot, there cannot be a desire without its bone structure. Like you can't have a body without a skeleton. Do you know? Its bone structure is, is, is the personal eye. You can't do one without the other. The, then the personal eye, the thought, ignites the desire? It's the so same process. Thing. It's the same energy. But why does it get activated? Oh, yeah, right. consciousness <laughs> manifests it. Okay, it's just, it's it's just, it's just no why. coming out and exploding and discharging yeah. and going back, huh? Yeah, like a firecracker that's... Yeah, it's exactly. Doing yeah. its life cycle. So if desire is ignited, it can only land in a personal eye. This is why getting rid of desire is so potent. Because it's hitting the personal eye by the back door. Ah. Because the eye thinks it's driving it where... It's the opposite. The desire is driving the eye. They're, they're equal. They're literally the same coin. They're, it's the same energy by a different name. It's exactly the same. You cannot have one without the other. Do you see? I do, but it needs to. I need. Yeah. I need. It, it needs to. Yeah. I need to swallow it. Yeah. <laughs> so, so the energy of a thought is so exquisitely refined it has the idea of separation built into it in some shape or form it's like it has a universe of again potential potential it's the same thing. Yes. Okay, no, no, this makes perfect sense. <laughs> Everything is just a reflection. It has the whole lot. Every thought has everything in it. Everything is in everything. It's another galaxy. Yeah. So, so the part that gets activated is the bit that is noticed. But everything is within everything. The moon is in an apple. There's some point about this. You know, everything, it, it, it's like a hologram. Everything, every part contains the whole of the universe. And that's how come when people hit that, what the experience they often get as a spiritual experience is that within me, the whole universe is within me. It's like, yeah, 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 you're touching on it. You're just personalizing this hologram phenomenon. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. Isn't it fantastic? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Great. I love it. <laughs> okay, so on that nice little note. <laughs> okay, so if, if, if none of that makes sense, no worries. And if it did, have fun with it, huh? Unpack it another bit. Um, so, okay.